All right. All right, Raina, thanks for coming in today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So we're going to talk Cap Adult Prom, mm-hmm. but we need to know more about you and what the organization does. So let's talk about Raina a little bit. Tell me about growing up and some family stuff. Well, born and raised here in Columbus, probably lived about the same little circle about my whole life. Okay. Um, I went to elementary school at Richards Elementary and then switched out to Southside. I went to, let's see, Central Middle School, then North High School. Um, life in general, didn't play a lot of sports in high school, just didn't have that with me. <laughs> but <laughs> I wasn't tall enough, probably. I did do some basketball in sixth grade, though. Really? Yeah, I made the team at Southside, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, that's and, good. Yeah, so I think that's why I'm living on my glory. Those are my glory days, my sixth grade days. Okay, that's a good year. Yeah. Um... I don't know. What else do you want to know about me? Tell me about your like your parents and okay. siblings. I don't know. I, I do have. Thank you. Yes, I do have some siblings. I forgot I had those brothers. Yeah. Uh, so I'm the oldest. Um, I have a brother, Nate Johnson. He is two years younger than I am, and I have another brother, Camden Johnson, and he is about 13 years younger than I am. Wow, that's a big spread. Yeah. So I was a teenager and got to kind of play with. My, I always called him my baby doll. So that was always fun. He probably didn't appreciate that so much, but. I did that. Um, my parents, um, Roger Johnson and my mom, Barb, they own, along with my uncles, Marvin Johnson and Associates Insurance. So that is a family-owned business. Okay. I didn't choose that path to work there <laughs> so much. Is a sweet gig, I, I promise. You, yeah, insurance is a sweet gig. I, I agree with you. I did do a little bit of work there whenever I was in high school because I did that. What is that called where you get out a half day? Like that co-oping. Yeah, Yeah, so I'd go there a half day and do some filing. They stuck me up in the attic, and I did a bunch of filing, and I just decided, hmm, probably not for me so much. So then after high school, I went on to college. All right, so you're married with kids. I am. Give give us a little bit about that. You're reminding me who I am. I kind of forget, I guess, sometimes. Putting you on the spot. Um, Right. Yeah. So um, I am married to Justin Jones, and we've been together since we were 16 in high school. So we're kind of high school sweethearts. Um, We had our first child pretty young, my son Logan. But it worked out for us, I guess. I don't want to say the best because that's not the easiest life to – you have to put – I guess have a lot of goals. So you know what you're doing and kind of working towards to make sure that works out okay. And then we waited a while and had my daughter Liberty, which today – well – I guess once this airs, right? But she's turning seventeen today, so we are almost empty nesters. That's kind so, of weird. It, yes, it, it is very weird. So we've kind of been enjoying our, ourselves a little bit, going on some vacations by ourselves and things like that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so you, you went to college, mm-hmm. and then you got out of that, and did you go straight to the family services or? No. So I, when I went to college, I thought ever since I was little, I wanted to be a teacher. And so I went right in saying, well, all right, going to get my teaching degree. I did about three years at school and I'm not real good in math. I'm getting better, but <laughs> I've never been really, that's not my high point. So I had a really hard time passing one of the, I don't know, the math part of it. I missed it by like a couple points every time. And finally, as a young kid, you're just, you think that's the end of the world. So I'm like, oh, I've got to do something different. So I'd taken a bunch of psychology classes and I ended up graduating with my psychology psychology degree. Okay. And then after that, I started to work where I met some of my best friends at, Busy Bees Academy. Okay. So I started to head up their family 
program. So I did home visiting and things like that. Okay. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Uh, Busy Bees is a cool program. It, it's an amazing program. Yeah. So um, my boss at the time was Kathy King, and she did a great job of training us on that. Is it Reggio Emilio? Oh, I can't say. Yeah. That. Yeah. So we did a lot. It was it was a really cool program. A big part of my life was there. Um, kind of with social work, though, you lose funding, you get funding, you lose funding. So unfortunately, the funding for the that family piece of it was kind of cut at some point. So that's when I started to venture out a little bit. Okay. Took another job. Only lasted 60 days. I okay. actually think I left 61 days in. I won't say the name of that place. Um, <laughs> and then I found family service. Okay. And been there since. All right. So family service, um, it operates here in Bartholomew County at the United mm -hmm. Way building, but it actually covers a, a larger area, right? It does. So we can serve um, Bartholomew, Jackson's, Jennings, Bartholomew, Jackson, Jennings, Shelby, and I think there's one more. I told you I'm going to put you on the I know. Spot. That's okay. It's all right. I get it. Yeah. I know I mainly stay with my position here in Bartholomew County, and then I try to go into Jackson and Jennings as okay. much as possible, but there's a couple other counties I think we can go into. Well, give us a rundown of some of those things, that, that some of the services that you guys provide. Okay, so Family Service has been around for a long time. Not everybody realizes that. We celebrated our 50th around COVID times. Okay. So we were a couple of years past that now. Um, we, most of the office, well, I always kind of say it's split down the middle because half of our office is actually therapists and the other half is the child abuse prevention programming. And so our therapists do in-house visits. They also go to the homes and do visits. And then they, we also have a couple of school-based therapists in a couple of the schools here in town. Okay. And then on the child abuse prevention side, I am actually, my job title is the child abuse prevention coordinator there. And so I help, number one, to get the services out to our community. And then I have a friend and colleague, Lisa Teague, that helps me do some of those services. Okay. So there's probably a lot of those services that parents probably don't know are available. And mm -hmm. like you probably have to work hard to get connected, right? Is that? Yeah. That's, yeah, correct. So whenever I took over the position, we were in just a couple of the schools doing some bullying and things that we used to use puppets called Kids on the Block. I don't know. It's uh, been a long time. It's probably after we graduated, so we didn't get to see that, but probably, I don't know, kids that were probably around 16 now. Sounds weird, though. It, it, it was kind of weird. We used these huge puppets. Kids loved it, oh. but our skits were very outdated. So it was like, I think they worked, you know, 20 years before that, 15 years before that. But like the last time I did one of the skits, it talked about going to a video store. Oh, yeah. I'm like, these kids don't know anything about video stores. They're downloading it onto their computers on Netflix and everything else. So I kind of talked to my director. I was like, hey, look, I want to keep doing this program, but I want to make it bigger and better. And so I went online and found some good curriculum. And then I started to offer it to our school system. So okay. that's the tricky part getting into places, I think. Okay. But once I got into a couple of schools, then that school's like, oh, well, Raina can offer this. And so then it just kind of built upon that. So now I'm now I'm in every single BCSA school, All right. elementary schools. Okay. And do you, when you go visit a school to do a program, do you go, is it like a convo where everybody goes to the gym or is it like a class specific grade kind of thing that you do? Good question. Or? So I do K through six. And it's per grade level, so and actually per classroom even. Every once in a while we'll do two classes together, but when I go in, I'm talking to kids about physical and sexual abuse and talking about trusted adults and things like that. So when you, 
sometimes schools have wanted to maybe do like a bigger convo, but then kids don't really tell. So I get a lot of kids that disclose after my presentations to me privately, and they ask some questions. So I like the group smaller so that yeah. kids feel more comfortable. Yeah, and what I mean, when you're talking about that type of abuse, mm -hmm. they, they're more aware of it as they get older, right? So it kind of changes how you talk about it. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, for kindergarten, we, you know, we, we show a video in each grade level, and I always tease the kiddos. I promise you're not going to see the same video next year because by sixth grade, they're like, you're back again. It's I you know, again. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> So sit down and listen, we'll be good. But they, the kids really do, even the classrooms that kid, teachers are like, well, right now I hope that they're okay for you. The, tell me if you need anything, those kids are quiet. And they're listening. Yeah. I mean, they really yeah. do respond well to that. And they ask some really good questions. Yeah, and so we're talking, you know, bullying and what they need to do there. Yep. We're talking uh, relationship stuff where they can kind of identify uh, what's healthy and what's not. Right. Um, and so that's that's all happening at the schools, and it's something that and it's it's you specifically that goes and like you're the yeah. you're the teacher and everything. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where sometimes we want to go to other counties that we can serve, but it make it's difficult for me yeah. to get out because it's it's me. Yeah. So I do. I go to every single classroom in the BCSC schools. Um, what kind of community classes do you guys have? You get, yeah. you have some... We do. So we also offer, it's a program called Darkness to Light, Stewards of Children, and that is a child sexual abuse prevention training for adults. So you have to be 18 or older to take it. Um, I have done it at like FFY with 16 to 18 year olds because it's their camping staff. Okay. Things like that because you know they're going to have them for weeks at a time and we get parental permission before that to make sure they're mature enough to handle the information given. But... So any adult in our community can take this class. You do get two CEUs if anyone's interested in that portion of it. But what it does is it, tra it trains you to let you know how to recognize and report abuse. And sometimes, you know, when we're offering these classes, we get people that say, like, let's say I go to a business and say, hey, look, we offer this. We want, you we want to train your staff for free. And they're like, oh, well, we don't really work with kids. But I always try to remind people, you may not have kids of your own. You may not have brothers and sisters. You don't work with kids. I get that. But you live in a community. And yeah. it's our responsibility as a community to keep our kids safe. So even if you you go to the grocery store, right? I mean, yeah. or even, I guess nowadays we probably order our groceries in right. a little bit more yeah. than not. But you take walks. You live in a neighborhood maybe. I mean, so you are going to come in contact with kids at yeah. some point in your life. So know how to, if you do see abuse, know what to do about it. Do you have any success stories on the uh, community training? I know I told you I wasn't going to put you on the spot, but no. here I go again. Uh, you know, one of the biggest things I think here, COVID hit as hard also, like everyone else, because we do face-to-face um, -face trainings. So we've had to do a lot of things virtually. But one organization was our firefighters here in Columbus, Indiana. We have trained. They are the first in the state to ever be trained as a whole. We have trained every firefighter here really? in Bartholomew County. And that's the first in the state to ever have this training. Okay. So, I mean, that's, I don't want to say a success story, but it, I mean, to me, that's huge. Well, yeah. And I mean, they're first responders, right? So whatever exactly scene right. they roll up on, mm -hmm. if they can identify what's happening, I'm sure that has to yeah. make their jobs easier or harder. I don't know. Well, I would say, I, yeah, I mean, probably a little bit of both, but yeah. you, you have that knowledge and at least maybe they feel more comfortable on when to make a report and how to make a report and who to tell about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, is that the kind of success story you're talking about? Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't have anything in mind. Nothing really. in mind. All right. So, <laughs> um, well, let's talk about the cat prom. Okay. So we're raising some money. Mm. Uh, 
you know, the whole world's got their, you know, checkbooks out ready to write a check for you. We hope so. Um, yes. So what do people need to know about the actual event that's coming up? I mean, it's, it's a big party. Everybody yeah. loves a good time. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's talk about how some of the funds are going to be used and that kind of thing. Okay, so um, the, it is coming up on April 16th, so it is called the CAP Adult Prom. So Child Abuse Prevention Adult Prom, that's what that CAP kind of stands for. So whenever we choose prom court, we choose, typically we choose five males, five females to be on our prom court. This year we actually have six and six. And so those people go out and they try to raise money for family service before the night of prom. And every vote they get, so say they get a dollar vote, that turns into, I'm sorry, just a dollar donated to them, then that turns into one vote. Okay. And so that's and to be able to be kinged, or I guess not kinged, crowned king right. or queen, then it's whoever raises the most money. Okay. And so coming into the night, my, our goal is whenever we choose these prom court is that, you know, it's not just me going out in our community saying, hey, learn about child abuse prevention. They are also going out there and being our stewards and saying, hey, look, this is what I'm raising money for. This is what the money goes to and helping spread awareness that way also. And like you said, it is a party. I mean, it's a for child abuse prevention, but it's for, so I don't know if you guys, did you go to prom in high school? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went one year and it was, it was okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have to experience. I'm a social butterfly. Oh, so okay. I probably was not so much. So maybe that's the difference in us. So the year that I went, we kind of got all dressed up. That was the fun part. And when you show up to prom and it's real stuffy in there and everybody's close together. And it was just kind of like, okay, I'm ready to get out of here. We, but then we did the after party or after prom. I think ours was like at Lincoln at the Link, ice skating rink, maybe. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So and that was a good time. So I didn't. I would say if you didn't have a good time at your high school prom, come to this prom because you know it's you get to relive it a little bit. Right. People dress up to our theme. Sometimes people dress up in big ball gowns, and throughout the night, my hope is that they're learning more about child abuse prevention also. But then it is, that's kind of the celebration. We've raised money all year long and now it's time to celebrate. And this is really your only fundraiser that you do. I mean, you've got a couple of smaller things maybe that come up, but. Mm -hmm. No, you're, the big you one, are correct. Right? This is our one and only like, let's raise all the money we can so we can provide services, correct? And you do an awesome job at finding good people in the community mm -hmm. and some heavy hitters as far as people who know other people yes. and are well-connected. So give us a rundown of the list of, of all the people. All right. I'm happy you asked me that. I wrote there it down just for this. All right. So for our girls this year, we have Angela Boyer, Becky DeVry, Heather Downen, Chrissy Riley, Katie Ricks, Amy Skirvin. And on our male side, we have Dwayne Burgess, Dominic Glover, Rick King, Paul Meredith, Adam Schill, and Daniel Stearns. It's a crazy bunch. You know, it is. Every year, I always get to make new friends because we, I mean, it kind of is. It's kind of cool as an adult. I'm like, oh, I get to meet all these new people in our community too. We have a prom committee, and that's kind of how we decide who's on court each year. And we take people like you, you've mentioned a couple of people. You're like, hey, they'd be good next year on our prom court. Yeah. So just taking that in and saying, okay, are they in our community? Do they care about child abuse prevention? Do they know a lot of people? Are they social a little bit? Things like that. Yeah. Um, the, the theme for the party this year. It is disco. Disco. I'm mm -hmm. kind of mad at you a little bit. Well. Because it's going to be, <laughs> you know, a big open, like showing off the chest hair, yeah. gold chains. Because Phoebe's, Phoebe's been on Amazon buying stuff. That's awesome. I don't know that it is. <laughs> but. Well, 
I think I said earlier, so I think most of the men probably are going to look a little ridiculous this year, but that's okay. It's We're going to lean pretty heavy to the Bee Gees, right? you know? You know <laughs> yeah, I don't know that a lot of our viewers know who the Bee Gees are. Well, I don't know. maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just got my go-go boots in the mail, so I was super excited. Oh, boy. Yeah, I ordered them about a month ago. I was like, please come in in time, because you know nowadays, you never know if your stuff's coming in. So I was super excited. I opened my package of my go-go boots, and I put them on real quick and go show my husband, and he... <laughs> looks at me and he's like, oh, are those your new boots? I'm like, yeah, you like them? He's like, where are you wearing those to? <laughs> I was like, prom, Justin. I'm wearing them to prom. We're not, I'm not wearing them on Friday night, date night. I'm wearing them to prom. He's it's like, oh, okay. the thing we fine. do every year, honey. I know, right? right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, goodness gracious. No, these are not my normal boots. But Oh, boy. Well, I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah. And I... Um, I didn't prep you for any of this stuff, but roughly how much money do do we bring in a year for, okay. for um, prom? Once we, I hate to keep bringing back COVID stuff. Uh, COVID you know, was rough it, on... It, it, on it was just fundraising because businesses and people couldn't give as much. Years before COVID, I mean, our top year, it was like $90,000. Oh, like wow. 80, I mean, that was huge, right? That's I will, don't want to say that will be our top year because it won't be. We'll get up there again, but yeah, I mean, between sixty to eighty thousand dollars is typically what we bring in. So, um, how many years have, has the prom been going? We on? started the prom in twenty thirteen. Okay, I took it over in twenty fifteen, so it's been a long time. So next yeah. year, I think is that right? It'll be. I'm not good at math. I told you that ten years. <laughs> so we'll have to have a big celebration for that. Okay, it'd be cool. Yeah, I've made some suggestions for the themes. You know. Y yes, but... you have, and I've, I'm taking notes. <laughs> Well, um, well, I really appreciate you coming in, telling us about the the program, especially um, the big party coming up. Uh, you did tell me that there's a handful of tickets left. There are. We did sell out is, tables. Tables are gone. As, yeah, but as of today, we have, like I said, a large handful of tickets left. We're like at fifty ish tickets. I say that, and I'm, I don't want to say I don't want to jinx us <laughs> and sell out before this airs. <laughs> but if we do, that's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. So yeah, so people, if they have not sold out by the time you guys air this, they can go to capprom.com to purchase those and yeah, and come join us. As far as just regular voting, mm -hmm. they can go to capprom.com. Correct. And find their their friend or whoever yes. that they're uh, excited about and mm -hmm. cast some votes, which means they're going to make a donation, right? Yep, correct. So. Um, Anything else we need to talk about? No. I think that's about <laughs> it. I mean, you can ask me some questions. I'll try to answer. Oh, boy. I don't know. You're leaving. That's a very open-ended question, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think I think it's important that everybody knows that there are resources in the community. And I right. uh, I think the CAP Prom does a pretty awesome job at, at educating people on that because yeah. um, I didn't know what it was. But I certainly knew what the problem was, and then yeah. so that I know what, know about the prom. Then you yeah. figure out, you know, what, what's out there. So yeah, the big joke is whenever I took over prom, it was kind of like everybody was coming to party, right? Which is good. I want people to come have a good time. But we would ask people after the prom, like, "Hey, why'd you come to prom?" And they're like, "Oh, it was a good time." We don't, I don't know what CAP stands for. Right. So I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we have all these people supporting us, and they have no idea what CAP even stands for." We have a message we need right? to get We're out, like, right? Oops. Okay, so we kind of rebranded a little bit and started because we do the pinwheels too. I guess I didn't really mention that. So in April. Oh, yeah. Is child abuse prevention month so if you see the pinwheels out that's kind of all part of this yeah and so for the prom it's funny i started in the last couple of years now i print off like i don't know education some statistics and things and i put them in the bathroom stalls even so i'm like if you're coming to prom you're going to know why you're at prom yeah you should at least you know, have right? an idea huh? right exactly what, what's your money going towards things like that 
Um, how do people sign up for the uh, for the darkness to light class? Well, the easiest way is you can get online and go through a bunch of searches, but probably just contacting me through email or okay. family service. You can call family service. It's 812-372-3745. There you go. Or you can email me at rjones at family service, B as in boys, C's and cat.org. And okay. we can get you signed up for some classes. Okay. In April, we always do some community ones. And we do try to do a community-wide one probably every three months or so. Okay. So if like the le next one, I'm going to forget the date. I feel like it's April 25th, but it's through the library. Okay. So it is going to be a virtual one. Okay. But yeah, you can always just get hold of Family Service and we can get you signed up. Okay. Well, awesome. I really appreciate you coming in. Yeah, I, thanks for having me. And I, I know it's going to be a good time. So Yes. Yes, I'm excited. Let's party. Let's support the community and yeah. have fun. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. There we go, Jay. He's, uh, you okay in there? Yeah, great job. <laughs> so I'm gonna uh, shoot an intro real fast. Am I ready to just roll with that? Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. I gotta think of what I'm gonna say about you in front of you, so it's oh, awkward. That's, that's yeah. awkward for you. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I got my. And then, you know, you'll have that. Do I need to have security escort her out so you don't have to have someone watching you? No, no, I can do it. I just, I'm just thinking right now. No, I just gotta think about it. I wanted to tie into what we talked about, and mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. I don't know that anybody listens to any of this, but. We'll see. Oh. Welcome back to Small Town Big Stories. I'm your host, Nate West. Today, we interview Raina Jones, and she is with Family Services. I'm going to start that over because there's no S on. I there want to say, no why isn't it plural? It should be plural. I know, everybody okay. I'm going to I'm going to unplural that this time around, Jay. I'm sorry. Delete that. Stand by for depluralization. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Welcome back to Small Town Big Stories. I'm your host, Nate West. Today, we interview Raina Jones with Family Service, and we talk specifically about the Cap Adult Prom that's coming up. Um, make sure you tune in. What they do for the community is amazing. They make sure that our children in the community stay safe and they help educate adults on how we can identify risk. And she's just, uh, she's just awesome. I don't know how to describe her. She's the, the face of this organization and she's a very uh, a peaceful, calming person. And you just make sure you tune in so you can help raise money for their great programs. Enjoy.